everyone. Welcome to the I Am Cannabis Sativa podcast. I am your host, Cannabis Sativa. If you're currently a medical marijuana patient and would like to tell your story and be featured on the podcast, feel free to email me at IamCannabisSativa at gmail.com. Feel free to hit me up on Instagram at IamCannabisSativa. Feel free to check out our official Twitter account at ICSativaPodcast. You can also find and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Anchor FM, Stitcher, and the Google Play Music Store. Please rate and review us on iTunes as rating and reviewing us can bump up the pod in their algorithm and put this podcast in front of even more eyeballs. If you like what we are doing, please become a supporter of this podcast and support us. We plan on doing big things with this humble little project, such as going to trade shows, visiting other MMJ or recreational states, and doing on-field work. And by supporting us, this helps us to keep the lights on, pay for rent, pay for hosting, equipment, and travel. And you can do this by going to www.anchor.fm slash I am Cannabis Sativa Podcast slash support. Again, that is www.anchor.fm slash I am Cannabis Sativa Podcast slash support. And you can also check out our newly minted um, page on Patreon. We're now on Patreon now. Um, and you can check us out as at www.patreon.com slash IC Sativa Podcast. You can support the podcast for as little as $1 a month. And we also have a $5 tier if you're feeling extra generous. Any little bit helps. And we would really appreciate your support if you have the funds to do so. Hello, everyone. Um, as of the time this recording, it's um, 1.14 p.m. in Legal, Massachusetts, the heartland of America. Um, in case you haven't um, checked out our Patreon link, um, um, and that, that link is www.patreon.com slash Podcast. We've uploaded every single episode that has been released to date. Um, we have about four to five Patreon-only episodes that you can unlock by just supporting us at just $1 a, a month. And um, in these extra episodes, you get, um, you get strain reviews, um, you get, lo- you get uh, past live streams I've done, video streams. You also get... Um, You'll get re- early release episodes. You'll also, you'll also get um, a lot of things, you know. Um, but yeah, it's very important if if you have the funds to do so to support the Patreon because you'll get reviews, you'll get medical conference, um, medical conference uh, pot panels and podcasts. I mean, episodes, medical canvas sort of panels that I've been on and. Um, there's going to be a lot, there's going to be a couple more that I'm going to upload. And, you know, for the $1 tier, you can really take advantage of that. So again, you know, check out our Patreon if, if you'd like. And um, any little bit helps. And we really appreciate any support you can lend to us. So now that the housekeeping is out of the way, um, we're going to go to today's address. And um, this is going to be pertaining to... Um, to Oklahoma and their 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 industry and um, a couple a update that I, I got a hold of through um, K4 
com. So this article was written by Cassandra Sweetman, and it says, Telemedicine Clinic Expanding Access to Medical Marijuana Consultations Across, the, across Oklahoma. Oklahoma City. Telemedicine technology has reached medical marijuana clinics in Oklahoma, giving potential patients a new way to get a consultation. Telemedicine is used by many healthcare professionals and companies to connect doctors with patients anywhere at almost any time via video chat. Um, I'm going to digress for a little bit, and I just want to clear the air for an issue, a, a episode I did like last week about um, jury nullification for a doctor that um, that was doing telemedicine in Florida, even though Florida had laws saying that you know, telemedicine wasn't allowed. And um, through, fur- through further um, consultation and through further um, people talking to me, um, you know, this apparent doctor was, um, was, was charging, was overcharging people and was um, pulling shenanigans on his patients. So he's not exactly the best sort of example for, you know, He's not, he's not some sort of martyr to the cause, in other words. Um, but, I mean, the point still stands that we shouldn't put the baby out with the bathwater. So many people can benefit from telemedicine, and Florida should really try to implement it whenever possible and try to get their lawmakers to, or, you know, if their lawmakers are too reefer madness, put it on the ballot. Because so many people are locked out of using this as a medicine because they're they're disabled, you know, they're on a fixed income, they no longer have a car, can no longer drive, and taking a $60 Uber one way, and then taking another $60 Uber the next way, and then paying for your card every every few months, that that adds up, and someone on a fixed income, that's, that's a bit much to ask of them, so um, I just wanted to sort of clear the air on that before continuing. Telemedicine, quote, telemedicine is like a medical grade Skype, says Larian Workman. She's the clinic manager at Herba Verde Wellness Center in Oklahoma City. Instead of Skype, however, the clinic partnered with a company that specifically supplies video chat available doctors. They're based out of Oklahoma. Some are based in other states, but they are all registered and certified for the state of Oklahoma, Workman said. The clinic started the practice to better and more quickly reach patients who are homebound. The need brought into sharp focus after one heartbreaking case. We had a patient that was terminal, Workman said, and by that time we were able to clear our books and actually get out to their property they passed on before they, the card, their card could have ever been made to them or mailed to them. So even though the clinic has a doctor on site, some of the time they also began using the telemedicine. Workman says that she, that says it benefits doctors more flexibility to work around their normal practices and it also increases access. Herba Verde frequently takes its mobile clinic to communities around the state where there aren't always available qualified doctors. The telemedicine allows the mobile clinic to bring doctors to those patients all over the state. Emmanuel Rivera, 
a patient and first-time user of telemedicine said it was a little weird, but the visit went smoothly. Quote, when I, when I left, I kind of questioned, oh, that was kind of different, Rivera said. So it wasn't bad, but it was a little different. Meanwhile, patient and veteran Byron Carhai has had the experience with the technology and says that it was easy and hassle-free as he hoped. Quote, he just looked it over. He said, it seems like you're a good candidate for this program, end quote. Carhai said to the doctor, Carhi, Carhai, end article. Um, I don't want to keep this too long. I don't have too much more to add that I'm, I'm applauding Oklahoma for taking the step and um, allowing people who would otherwise have no access to medical marijuana or live too far away from a doctor. It gives them access to use it. Well, I can, I can see why some doctors might sort of see, you know, this sort of telemedicine is like a, is like a high grade sort of pill mill or a high grade sort of thing. That's just, that's just rubber stamping, you know, a cannabis card without sort of working directly with the patient to get dosing right, to get products right, to get, to find the best individualized solution to the medical ailment that they sought cannabis to for, to and for. And I get that, and I'm very sympathetic to that, you know. But um, for people who are well-qualified for cannabis, I don't think that they should have to fork over money, particularly if they don't have a car and they're housebound or on fixed income. I don't think they should have to fork over... $120 round trip for Uber, pay the $700 for the card, and then, um, you know, be flushed out of half or a, a, a quarter of your income for a month. That's, that's just not tenable for a lot of people. And then a lot of people hear, read about this and like, no, I'm just going to take these pharmaceuticals that are making me a zombie and they're just making my pain and my problems worse. And it's sad that we have that. So, but, um, but that's why I think telemedicine is so important, even though some doctors abuse it, I still think that we really, really need it. And, you know, I think we should be like California and I think all states should be like California and sort of allowing that. And I think more should take the lead lead from, um, Oklahoma, like we just read and allow it because it expands access. It doesn't in, indeed exp expand access to people who would be locked out otherwise so that's all i have to say about this article and as always stay medicated my friends peace